My Seven Chakras, episode 165. Do something every day that scares you. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, action takers? AJ here, founder and host of My 7 Chakras. And you are back to your on-demand radio station for a transformation, your oasis for ancient wisdom, and your source for actionable insights that will allow you to take action right away. Now, as always, we have an amazing episode in store for you. But before that, I'm going to read out a recent Instagram post by one of our action takers whose Instagram handle is Jacqueline Zoo LA Fever. So that's J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E-Z-O-E-L-A Fever. So if you're listening to the show right now, Jacqueline, sorry if I got that wrong. The post reads, a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. A grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. Now, this is such a powerful quote, Action Tribe, and a quote that reminds us to always be grateful for what we have, where we are, and the people who have helped us so far. Because as soon as we tap into that energy, Miracles truly happen. Action Tribe, over the next few months, I'm going to increase my activity on Instagram because I just love that platform. It allows me to share quotes, episodes, and ideas in, in such a beautiful way. So our handle is My7Chakras, so make sure you follow us. And if you want me to read out your Instagram post as well, make sure you share something inspiring, You know, maybe a gratefulness moment or an inspiring quote or something that really excites you and tag me by using the hashtag My7Chakras. I go through each and every post with the hashtag My7Chakras and if it strikes a chord with me, I will read it out loud for all of Action Tribe to get inspired. Sound like a plan? And now we are ready to welcome our featured guest for today, Renee Brent. So Renee, are you ready to inspire? I absolutely am. I live to do it. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So Renee Brent is a warm, compassionate and skilled certified clinical transpersonal and interpersonal hypnotherapist. And Aaron, for over 25 years, she is inspired by the powerful mind-body connection. Her journey has moved her from science to metaphysical. So, Renee, welcome to My 7 Chakras. I've given you a short intro, but take about a minute and tell us a bit more about you. Well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. You know, you covered the basis, but really, truly, I am a woman who has moved through her life, difficult childhood, and moved into an inspired life, uh, someone who's moved from an open, uh, closed heart to an open heart, to lived in fear, to live in openness and um, inspiration. And I have three beautiful children, and I'm grateful for every moment and everything that I've been through to get to where I'm at at this point in my life, in my 50s. So, um, so excited to be here to speak to you and to um, speak to your listeners. Wonderful. So I can't wait to dive deep into the mind-body connection that we're going to talk about today. But to really set the tone for today's episode, we're going to start off with some inspiration. So what is your favorite inspirational quote? And how do you apply this quote in your day-to-day life? 
Excellent. Well, my favorite quote is from Eleanor Roosevelt. And I love this quote because it has inspired me to move forward in my life. And it is this, do something every day that scares you. And I do this myself. I've done this in my life. Even if I had fear, I moved through it. And I do this with my clients. I teach them. We have an okay zone, a comfort zone. And then we have what I call a growth zone outside of that. And then just outside of that is panic. So if you go outside of your okay zone into your growth zone a little bit each day, then it expands and expands just like a balloon. And when you do that, your panic zone gets farther away. Your world gets much larger and you feel safe and you feel inspired and your okay zone becomes really wide and you can experience life and practice your own state of happy. Action Tribe, do something every day that scares you. So I love this quote. Thanks a lot for sharing that, Renee. Action Tribe, do one thing. That one thing doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be humongous because if you do that one thing every day that scares you, you sort of Go outside your OK zone, as Renee shared. And before you know it, your panic zone is really far away and you will be a transformed person. You might not realize that, but the people around you who have lived with you for so many years will notice it because you're doing something every day that really scares you. Mm -hmm. So with that, let's dive in. Renee, what inspired you to write your book? How big is your butt? But B-U-T. Well, I've been a nurse, like you said, for twenty over 25 years, and um, I started, was gifted enough to move into this uh, hypnotherapy practice. And as I started to do my practice, I would notice that people would want change, but I want to do this, but I want to feel calmer, but, B-U-T, dot, 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 and everything after that was blocking them. And I understood that we are just not taught how to move around the butt, how to move around the block. And I understood that I needed, I had a special voice, I had a science and metaphysical background to be able to help m- people move through this logically and to gain some skills that aren't that difficult to start listening to self and move past it. So that's my inspiration to write this book. I've never wrote a book. I've never been an author before. And um, I'm so blessed that this book is doing so well and it's taking off number one international bestseller. And why does that make me excited? Not that it's great to say that, but because people are buying it and they're doing the exercises in the book and they're learning and they're emailing me and they're saying, Renee, this is really helping me opening up to my truth and helping me argue for my truth. And that is why I wrote the book. Wonderful. So I love your explanation. You said that you notice that a lot of people wanted to change, but they always have these buts. Yes. Right. And it's true. People tend to have some reasons, some blocks, as you rightly mentioned, some obstacles that they can't seem to get beyond. And sometimes, a lot of times it's mental, right? And you help them get past it through hypnotherapy, right? Absolutely, because this is these are all butts are born in the subconscious mind. And that's what I work with, the subconscious mind, which is 95% of what you filter through. It holds your emotions, your beliefs, your past experiences, your memories, your worries. And when you get to the 95%, when you learn some skills to dive into that and gain that awareness and start listening... That's where new potential lies. So we just have to learn some techniques to get in there Mm -hmm. and start hearing what we're saying to ourselves. 
Love it. So you, you spoke about the subconscious mind. Could you give us a real life example of how powerful our subconscious mind really is? Well, it is so powerful. Like I said, it filters. When you filter, when you have a false belief, let's say of ugly and someone says something to you like your eyes are beautiful, it runs through this filter and you hear well, they're only telling me my eyes are beautiful because the rest of me is hideous. It distorts mm. our perception of our world, our daily images, our benign comments from others. So the subconscious mind is so powerful, the butt will block you. And it does this. This is a part of our ego system, right? Inner child, inner critic, and adult ego. And it has the highest intention for you. All these behaviors that seem to be blocking you, the negative inner critic, all of these, they want to protect you or keep you happy. They're just running an old program. So when you learn to go in and reprogram, just like you would on a computer, you wouldn't use the same computer program for 30 years, but we do that yeah. with our subconscious mind. So just getting in and reprogram yourself is so powerful. And that's what I do with hypnotherapy. Love it. So it seems like, for example, if someone gives you a nice, exquisite, luxurious perfume, you know, the initial reaction is like, wow, that's so amazing. I've been thinking about it for such a long time. But then after a while, you'll be like, wait, why did they give me a perfume? Yes, absolutely. Is it because, you know, I smell or whatever? So like you mentioned so rightly, it's the, you know, thought process that goes on and your inner uh, subconscious mind keeps asking you these questions and then you you just can't get, seem to get out of it, right? Exactly. And it goes the other way. When you say something to someone else and Mm. they react in a way that you didn't expect, ask them, what did you hear me say? That's true communication. When they say, I heard you say this, it's gone through their own personal filters of not good enough, not worthy, stupid, ugly, whatever it is, false, false, false. Ask them what they heard. And then that's when true communication begins, AJ. That's when you can start really moving forward and understanding what you're both are filtering through. Love that. So... If we could, let's dive a bit deeper into the challenge now. Uh, What are some of the roadblocks that hypnotherapy helps overcome? Well, symptoms. People ask me, do you work with smoking, overweight, anxiety, addiction? Yes, yes, yes. Because it's just a symptom. The subconscious mind's job, so powerful, is to move you away from pain towards pleasure. And if the only thing that you know to do is to eat sugar or smoke a cigarette or drink wine then that's what you're going to do. That's what you're fall to. So you have to retrain the brain. So that's what I work with. I personally, in my practice, specialize with um, anxiety. I work with children and adults. It's an epidemic um, in this world as anxiety. Anxiety is not an emotion. It's a symptom of fear. And I work with a lot of addictive behaviors, whatever that is. When you deal with this, now people can push down symptoms All day long, they go on a diet, they stop drinking or smoking for a while, right? But if you must get to emotions and beliefs, and that's where the awareness and hypnotherapy comes, because you bypass the symptom. I don't judge any symptom, opiate, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is. We must know what the false belief is in emotions, because when you deal with that, it calms everything down. It stops the echo of despair and disconnection and allows you to open up to new possibilities, changes. Mm -hmm. So I love that you said that the subconscious mind, the job of that mind is to move you from pain to pleasure, right? Yes. So in a way, you're basically helping us tap into that 
mind's gymnasium and helping us train our mind through exercises that you articulate in your book and also to your clients face to face to enable it to serve us, right? To uh, ensure that we don't get confused between the pain and pleasure in terms of what is good for us in the short term and what is good for us in the long term. So we avoid those addictions, avoid getting into those habits that provide artificial pleasure initially, but then hurt you in the long run, like like you mentioned, smoking and all those other mm-hmm. addictions that people go through and find it so hard to get out of it. And then you have hypnotherapy and then it's comparatively more streamlined and easier to uh, overcome. Absolutely. Subconscious is the boss. It's 95%. So when you get to the boss and start making those shifts and changes, also, if you know what's happening, there's mental laws that describe how the conscious and subconscious mind work together. Okay. One of them for instance, is the law of the dominant effect. So the dominant emotion will always win. That's why the awareness, going in and really understanding. If you're, let's say you want success, but your fear of failure is greater than your desire for success, the fear is going to win. And that subconscious mind is going to block you. And it's thinking it's protecting you. You'll sabotage yourself. Mm. But once you know that, you flip the desire and you start visualizing yourself. You start you give yourself permission to be happy now, then it flips that switch and you move towards success and you release the behaviors that are blocking you. Wonderful. So you've got me curious now. (laughs) Based on what I've read about you and what you're sharing, you help clients take back their power, gain hope and find their version of happiness. So my question to you is, till date, what has been the most transformational client story that you've come across? Well, I had one recently. This was a 45-year-old woman, and she was struggling in her life and her marriage and just stuck. She didn't know why. She wasn't able to move forward, and she had all these things in her life, but she wasn't happy. She had beauty. She had success. She had a marriage. She had children. All of the things that you would think would be happy, and she wasn't, and she didn't understand it. She came to me, and she sat across from me, confused and sad, and but smiling. And I said, we're okay, let's drop in. And she had the, when she was talking to me, she had this gut-wrenching feeling. That's, our body is our emotional GPS. When we get that feeling in our stomach, AJ, or that feeling in our chest, that is emotion trying to get our attention. It's called felt sense, feeling the sensation of emotion. When you pay attention to that, it gives you clues. And I had her drop into it, and she... I said, find that little girl who feels so stuck and she's waiting for you. So I had her drop into that feeling in her stomach and she said, oh, there's my 10-year-old. And she saw her 10-year-old. She goes, but she's smiling at me. And I said, please ask her to remove the mask. Just ask her to see what's behind. And as soon as she did that in her mind with a thought or a visualization, her face changed and she started crying. Mm. And she said, she's sad. And we started talking about what she was sad about. We must, the, if the adult doesn't understand what the problem is, I want to encourage everyone to go to that inner child because that inner child's been waiting for you. We went in, we did some work with the inner child and was left, that nine-year-old, 10-year-old was left with this feeling of not being good enough, had some issues with a sibling who was very cruel and sad because they had a divorce and they were both, all the children were struggling, mom was suffering. And 
she got in there and she offered that inner child love, the understanding that she was good enough, that she was beautiful. And we grew that up and she worked this out with love, understanding and forgiveness. And then we grew that child up to present day and it fused through her life all this understanding that she is capable, that she can set healthy boundaries. And when she opened her eyes just an hour later, she smiled at me and she said, I had no idea. I had no idea I was wearing a mask and she felt so much lighter. And she texted me the next day and she said, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and my smile is authentic. I feel like I've reconnected to myself and I feel so much lighter. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to move forward and define myself again. And that's the best. I have the best job in the world, AJ. I really do. When I can see people do that and you can see physically how they change, they feel lighter, they're brighter. It's incredible. So I love the story. You said initially that she was stuck and on the outside, to an outsider, she had all the attributes, all the traits of a successful person. But deep down, when you spoke to her, she just wasn't satisfied. Even her smile wasn't the authentic smile that a person who truly loves a job has. And I'm not able to see you right now, but I'm sure that you have that authentic smile because you are really happy. And then you noticed uh, that gut-wrenching sign. And you knew that she had this feeling that was, you know, trapped deep within. And you asked her to sort of drop into that feeling, to get in touch with that and to reconnect once again with that inner child. And through these exercises over a period of one hour, you helped her transform from somebody who had an artificial smile to somebody who had an authentic smile. So thanks a lot uh, for sharing. Now, Renee, over the years and largely due to Hollywood, people tend to have many misconceptions or preconceived notions of what hypnotherapy really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the biggest misconceptions that you've come across over the years? Well, you know, people always ask me, are you going to make me cluck like a chicken? And um, <laughs> I tell them, not unless you want to. And the people on stage at those at those um, stage hypnosis, the, it's real. Yeah. They are, and they're very. The stage hypnotists are very skilled at seeing who is in and who isn't in the state of hypnosis. When people mm. want to, they buying into it. So I can never make someone think or do that they want anything that they don't want to do, and I never push in hypnotherapy. I do not give you the answers. I just give you the opportunity to find your own answers from within. And that is so much more powerful than someone else telling you how to think or feel. So I use the technique. And hypnosis is only a change in a brainwave. When I tell people what it is, it's not some magic. It's just you going into an altered state from a beta wave, which we are every day when you're in survival and anxiety. That's a high beta wave. When you drop into an altered state, that's an alpha wave. It just takes very little to do that. You do that every night when you go to sleep from conscious state to sleep because we go from a beta to an alpha wave, down into a theta wave, and then to a delta, which is sleep. So I I teach people just how to drop into a light meditative or light hypnosis, and your subconscious mind is open, and then you can find your truth. So I can't make someone say or do anything they don't want to do. In hypnotherapy, I don't lead, I follow, and I um, meet people where they are. There's not a wrong or right way to do this. So there you go, action takers. If you reach out to Renee, she will not make you cluck like a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so, Rene, take us back to that day when you first learned about hypnotherapy. What was that experience like? Well, the first time that I experienced hypnotherapy, I was a mother of two young daughters. And I knew I felt a third baby waiting for me. And I was not getting pregnant a year and a half. And I was frustrated. Mm. But I had two beautiful children. And I didn't want to go to a you know fertility person. I just thought, you know, if I, am I, if I am to have a third, he'll come to me. I knew it would be a boy, and but it, I was frustrated. So I went away to this spa because I was just struggling, and there was a hypnotherapist there, and I never even thought about it, heard about it, and I said, why not? I'm just going to try everything. So I went to him, and he helped me understand that your subconscious mind will never allow you to be what you disagreed with. And in my heart, AJ, I didn't think I would be as good a mother to the third as I was the first two. And I was blocking myself. Mm. And the second session I did with him in those days, I did some opening up, some visualization, and I got pregnant the next month. Wow. And it was beautiful. And my son is 6'2 and, and a boy and 19 now and uh, such a blessing. And that was my first experience. And I knew the power of just getting in there and understanding how the subconscious mind can block us without us even knowing. Even if we think we've turned something down, turned down the volume, it's still running and it's still running the show. So we must learn to manage our subconscious mind because if you don't, someone else is driving your car. And that doesn't feel good. Got it. Now, like you mentioned multiple times, you help people release the subconscious blocks that sort of keep them stuck in brainwave changing ways. So I love that you said in brainwave changing waves. I know that there are numerous techniques and methods to learn, but is there a simple technique that you can teach us today? There is. And we're in and out of that alpha wave all day long when you're driving in a car and you kind of lose track of where you're going, but you're on the highway or you're in, the, that is you putting yourself into an alpha way. We can drive in that state. Now, that's when we get clarity. When we're in the shower, you're also putting yourself in an alpha wave, a theta wave when you're just relaxed and your arms feel heavy. We do that all day long. So it's easy to do. If you're in a beta wave and your survival wave, there is no room for changing. So it's important. Positive thinking does not work when you're in a survival state in a beta wave. You must learn to drop this wall down to be able to get to the subconscious mind. Breathing, big breaths in, exhale. We tell people to breathe all the time. It's a buzzword. We do that because it drops us into a more relaxed state. Because what we're doing, I explain everything from science because when people know why they're doing something, AJ, they're more. it makes more sense to them and they'll do it. And we're gifted with this beautiful body. So when you take a big breath in and hold it, you're actually pressing slightly on the vagus nerve right at your diaphragm. And that allows you to relax. And also, when we're trying to suppress emotion, we hold our breath. So breathing just opens you up to your subconscious mind. People can do that a couple of times. They can even close their eyes and just count down from five down to one. Talking to your subconscious mind and telling your subconscious mind, relax deeper now. And when you get to one, you'll be in a slight, it's not that difficult to drop that wall, to drop into that alpha wave very quickly. And that's where new potential lies. You cannot make changes in behavior or thoughts when you're in survival state. So Action Tribe, to access the show notes for today's episode, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 165. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 165. 
when the goal seems difficult to reach take a break but never give up this is an amazing quote by lela akita action tribe this is truly truly profound remember the only way you fail is if you give up and you don't try again you my friend are not running a 100 meter dash you're running a marathon and there will be moments when everything seems to be going sideways at such a moment do three things remember number one why you're doing what you're doing who is that person or that group or that idea that gave you the energy in the first place to do it number two ask yourself the goal that you're trying to achieve has someone somewhere somehow already done it before in other words is it possible in most cases you will find that you are not alone it has already been achieved in the past number 3 ask yourself do i need a break do i need some rest and do as rene said do i need to breathe and if that inner voice is saying yes then by all means take that rest but remember don't let the break or that rest rob you of that opportunity to try again late around because when you get back on track you will surely cross your obstacle so rene since we're talking about obstacles talk to us about a major life challenge that you once had to go through and also tell us how you overcame that challenge i would say my biggest obstacle in my life was i was married for 20 years and he had an affair and we worked on it and then it just wasn't going to work for us because he moved in a different direction that was very painful for me and when i understood where the pain was coming from i had an incredible therapist and then moved into hypnotherapy where i understood that from my childhood very difficult childhood i had a mother who was an alcoholic and made very bad decisions so i had to keep myself safe i understood from my childhood very young that i held the false belief of not good enough not valuable and not lovable and when he left and had an affair man did it open up that wound my marriage kind of put a bandaid over it and when he left it ripped it off and i was exposed i felt raw because i still was holding those false beliefs so when i understood that anyone can release a relationship we can but when i dealt and argued for my truth that those were not me i dealt with my inner child i healed and when i healed that i healed my reaction to my ex-husband because he was just trying to find his own happy and it wasn't working and i stay i had accountability for myself i moved forward in my life and we have a very nice relationship now and we co-parent and um that was my biggest challenge but i had to look if you have a reaction to something going on in your life that you don't understand look within because that's where your hurts and your memories and your false beliefs are held when you heal those you have the opportunity to untether yourself from the past and move forward in a completely new way so thanks a lot for sharing that story with us if you had to share with action tribe one major life lesson from the story that you just shared what would that be open your heart i understood in that moment that i had a very raised three beautiful children and had a marriage for 20 years but i had a closed heart because i was protecting from my childhood and when you have a closed heart you don't cry all your tears but nor do you laugh all your laughter and i took care of everybody else but not myself when i learned to open up and learned that there was strength and feeling vulnerable and strength and opening up and allowing people to help me that's when i felt true joy in my life 
So if you're feeling closed, learn some techniques to open your heart. Because when you have a quiet heart, you have a quiet mind. So once again, this story is really inspiring, I'm sure, for a lot of our listeners as well. I'm going to restate the main points of what you just shared. You shared that you were married for 20 years. Your husband had an affair. And that was a painful uh, situation for you. And at first, you didn't really know how to cope up with that challenge, which I'm sure many people go through as well. But when you understood the reason for your pain, you understood that deep down from childhood, you had a false belief of being unlovable. When you were able to sort of find the root cause of the situation that you were going through and you took action towards it, you understood uh, that that was responsible. You got in touch with your inner child and you sort of released the belief that wasn't serving you. Your life really changed and your relationship also transformed. With that, uh, Renee, you basically taught us if you don't understand the situation that you're going through, look within Action Tribe and open your heart. So thanks a lot for sharing. I think this is a really inspiring story. Thank you. So Action Tribe, you are special. You are talented and you are here for a mission. Whenever you doubt yourself, think about it. Out of the millions of sperms that were trying to reach your mother's egg, you were the winner. But sometimes it's easy to forget how special we are. It's easy to forget the gifts that you possess deep within you. And maybe your circumstances are not wrong. Or maybe your circumstances are not the right one for you right now. Maybe you tend to underestimate yourself. Or maybe you feel that you can do so much more. At such a moment, remember to focus only on where you want to go rather than the challenges that are currently pulling you down. Because focus determines outcome. And as Walt Whitman once said, keep your face always towards the sunshine and the shadows will fall behind you. So Renee, what is your life's calling as on today? For me, I believe that everything that I've been through in my life, in my adult life now, has led me to be a hypnotherapist. To There's not much someone can experience on the other side of the room from me that I haven't been through myself. And for me, I understand. I can look back. I've untethered myself. I've released that emotional bridge and I can look at my past with wisdom. And therefore, I can look at someone and I can tell them with all of my heart, with all of my sincerity, that I believe and I am excited for you because I know that you can get past it. All you have to do is stand in acceptance of the situation of yourself, open up to forgiveness, and you can move forward in a new way. I know that. I see everyone as whole and complete. This is my calling. This is my strength. This is what I'm here to do. And I absolutely believe it. I've never worked harder in my entire life, but I smile every day. I have true joy in my heart and I get excited for people when they come. And I tell them, you can thank that amping up. You can thank that depression. You can thank that anxiety because it brought you here to healing. Because sometimes like a seed, we have to shed that coating to be able to grow like a seed. So that discomfort, that ick, that pain is just you growing out and about beyond where your circumstances are right this very day. Mm-hmm. So thanks a lot for sharing. I completely resonate with what you just shared right now because I had this realization just a couple of days back and I sort of introspected about what's happening in my life right now, right? And I realized that I am working harder than ever before. I've never worked so hard in my life. But 
I'm still happy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like you mentioned rightly, you know, uh, once you find your calling, once you find what you're passionate about, once you find a way to serve rather than serve just yourself, you end up working a lot, but that makes you happy because you're making a difference in the world. So, Renee, was there ever a turning point in your life? Maybe a conversation or a phrase that you read somewhere or maybe a spiritual moment that really changed things for you? Yes. When I was doing my healing, when I was in hypnotherapy school, and I came from this from science. When I say I went from science Mm. to metaphysics, it's so true. I thought, oh, I'll learn the transpersonal. I'll learn the breath work. I'll learn this just so I can be prepared. And I did my own work and I'm in breath work. And my whole life, AJ, I kept myself safe. I had this innate ability to hide in a closet and I rocked. And I said to myself, it's okay. It's not you. It's them. And I had a lot of chaos in my life. And I remember from a small child that I did that. I'm in breath work. And if you've never, if your audience has never done breath work, it's incredible. It's healing. It's like an energy detox and you release a lot and it's pretty phenomenal. And I was doing breath work and I timelined in my life and I was a small child and I'm usually not very visual, but in this case, I could see a crib. I was five of six kids and uh, just really dysfunctional parents. And I would see that my siblings would come and drop. I would cry and they would drop something in my crib. And I was just looking up at the ceiling and I'm crying and I look over as a baby and next to me was a beautiful woman blonde hair. I can still see her. I have goosebumps thinking about it. And I see her and she whispers to me, AJ, she goes, it's okay. It's not you. It's them. And in that moment, I knew that she has been with me. I have been guided my entire life to get to where I'm at. And that changed everything for me because then I knew that this just wasn't science. Mm. This can't be explained. And I feel her. I call her Angela. And she, and I feel her with me in practice when I'm stuck with a client who's struggling and I, I need guidance. I feel her. And that opened me up to new possibilities and, um, and a strength that I didn't even know that I had. It made sense to me. Love that. I think that's really inspiring. You not only could see the person at that point, but whenever you need support, whenever you need help, you can feel that entity, so to speak, uh, supporting you, guiding you and shedding the light. And that's, that's really amazing. Uh, so thanks a lot for sharing. We have now arrived at the last round for today, the wisdom round. Four questions that need four quick responses so that our listeners can take note and take action. So Renee, out of all the advice that people have shared with you over the years, what's the best advice that someone's ever given you? When I was pregnant with my first child, I had some random woman. I didn't even don't even remember who she was. And she mm-hmm. told me, honey, when you have that baby, you leave that baby, even if it's just overnight with the father, because that gives you an opportunity to fill your cup and take care of you. But it also changes the dynamic of the father-child relationship. And I have to tell you, I did that. And my children have a very close relationship with their father. And I grew up and I, as a mother, felt had some time to take care of me as well. That was the best advice. So that our listeners can take action towards this. If you could summarize that advice in one sentence, what would it be? Take care of you. Take time for you because if you don't take a break on your own, your body, your mind is going to find a way to do it for you. Love it. So name a personal habit that you found really beneficial. I plan 
something exciting and fun to do every two or three months just because it Mm. sends all these beautiful chemicals in your body just like when we used to get excited for a birthday party yeah i make sure that i have something on the calendar even if it's i take that time to go to the beach that day doesn't have to be a lot of money or i do a special trip but i plan something for myself because we work so hard i need balance Mm. we need balance so i need something to look forward to something exciting and that's what i do i plan something every two or three months so, Renee, what is your morning routine like? Well, I set my alarm 20 minutes before I'm supposed to wake up. So, when I wake up, I take that opportunity because we're in a natural hypnotic state when we're coming out of sleep and we're so heavy yeah. in our arms. I take time in that moment to look at my day and plan my day and see how I'm going to experience it. And I put happy and joy and calm, even if I'm feeling overwhelmed, into that moment. I take that time through the morning to do that. And then I get up and then I exercise because the chemicals are fantastic. You have to move your body. We're built to do that. And then I come home and I play the American Indian flute. And when I play that, I clear my breath, I clear my mind, and I'm ready to start my day. So name a book that you'd like to recommend for Action Tribe today. I love Dr. Joe Dispenza, and he has a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And this is an incredible book. It right in align with my practice and my um, philosophy and my hypnotherapy practice. And uh, I love this book. I go back to it often, and I would recommend it to anyone. Love that. So Action Tribe, once again, to access today's show notes, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 165. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 165. So Renee, thanks a lot for sharing those amazing stories with us today. And thanks a lot for joining us on today's show. Before you go, tell us one thing that you are truly grateful for and tell us the best way we can find you online i am truly grateful to be doing what i'm doing i have the best job in the world i have a front row seat to people really uh inspiring themselves and understanding those aha moments so that's fantastic i'm grateful for that and everyone can find me on uh, practicehappynow.com or renee brent hypnosis i'm on facebook renee brent hypnosis and i'd love to hear from people you can buy the book how big is your butt on amazon and uh let me know what you think of it if you have any questions i'm open i love hearing from listeners and readers well once again thanks a lot for coming on our show talking to us about the power of our boss the subconscious mind and taking us one step closer to a human revolution fantastic love it you are listening to my seven chakras go to my s-e-v-e-n chakras.com download your free gift get inspired and take action transform your life today